This is the Restoring Hope Podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Matt Till. Welcome to the Restoring Hope Podcast, inspiring you to believe that hope is never lost, faith is not dead, and a better tomorrow is coming. Well, welcome back to the Restoring Hope Podcast, episode 21. It's great to be with you and really glad that you are here with me together on this journey of Restoring Hope. You know, the reason why I started this podcast was because we are living in a time of change. We are living in a time of of turmoil, (laughs) uh, confusion, misunderstanding, um, a time of distrust. And uh, that's, these are challenging times for all of us. Our world is, quite honestly, feeling upside down to many. Um, what is up <laughs> used to be down, and what is down used to be up, or so it might even feel that way. But perhaps it's always just been, and we're just trying to sort through the mess, and our paradigms are changing. Our deepest held beliefs have been, are changing and are, are being challenged. Um, and so... We have to go through this, and so together, and so hope uh, used to be something grounded in, you know, hope is really the aspiration of the future, grounded in what we believe. So if what we've been believing about ourselves, about our cultural stories, about where we are together as a society and as a people and as a world, if that is kind of in flux right now, if that has been changing, well well then how do I have hope? And so there's hopelessness, there's despair. Um, We talked about this even in last week's episode, Hope in a Post-9-11 World. I hope you've had a chance to listen to that because it's not just about rehashing what has been, but really about looking forward uh, to what is to come and helping identify where we are together as a society. And so this is why I started this podcast is because um, I need it. (laughs) Uh, I think you need it too. Like what, what can we cling to as being hopeful? Um, in this time. And we need to have people around us. We need to have uh, voices in our heads that are inspiring us to a better to tomorrow uh, for us and for others and for the world. And, you know, I make no, uh, you know, uh, no apologies that I actually do believe that there is a God. And I do believe that this God loves us and that he is a, a sovereign God. He's a creator God. Um, he is uh, one who has revealed truth to us. And he's always revealing truth to us. He's continuing to reveal himself to us. And he wants us to reconcile um, our humanity, our world to him, uh, that he has got us moving in a forward trajectory that is a better tomorrow, not a worse one. And so um, I, I try to integrate that that belief and that foundation that I think, you know, really deep down, I think most people have in, in if you're kind of on the skeptical side right now of God and like, I don't really know where I am with him and, and, and what this God even looks like and, and whose version of that, I'm, that, that is fine. I, you know, sit there. That's okay. I just, what I want us to at least, I think deep down understand is that all of us have some sort of fundamental belief that there's this 
higher power, uh, this God that does exist. And there are just certain things that occur that we just seem to be unexplainable. And we're not going to get into all that in, into this uh, podcast, and um, but rather just kind of pointing us using the Christian scriptures to kind of help inspire us and help us to maybe even get a greater sense of who who this God is through the person of Jesus. And um, and, and that's, that's always my desire, my hope is. Um, and so as we progress through this changing world together, we, we need to be grounded somewhere. And again, if, if hope is the aspiration of the future, well, we can all have our different aspirations and versions of it, but it has to be grounded in what we ultimately believe. And what we believe has to prove to be true. And if it's not true, or if it's not, if it doesn't hold water at the end of the day, then, then it's, then it's a lie. It's false. It's, it's a counterfeit. Um, it, it's not the real thing, right? And so uh, we have to be people who are grounded in a in a common bond, a common truth. And so we have to often appeal even to the higher power. Um, and this in case would be we need to appeal to God because uh, he is the founder of truth. He is the, the one who's revealed truth. He is, if, if anything is true, it has come from him because <laughs> uh, he is the one who's created all things and knows all things. Um, so as we progress into this, into this world together, we, we've got to, uh, we have to sort through the facts. We have to sort through the information, um, and that is coming at us at a rapid pace. And sometimes when we are in a changing world and a changing paradigm, there are going to be things that feel incompatible with our existing belief systems. And so as individuals, we have to figure out what to do with that. We got to sort it out. We got to test it and then we got to act on it. Um, and, and that can be really hard. That can be very difficult for us. And, you know, and, and I realized too, that, you know, as, as a listener, you may be coming at this podcast uh, with one expectation, or you might be coming, uh, interacting with, with your church or your faith community, or maybe you're on the outside of that and you're interacting with family members and friends and realizing that everybody kind of comes from these different walks of life, but everything feels just more contentious right now. Everything feels like, man, you're like, everything's kind of bullied up into different political allegiances and who are you voting for? And, um, what do you believe about the pandemic and vaccines and masks? And, um, everything just feels so polarized right now. And, um, that's stressful. Um, it raises anxieties, uh, (laughs) You know, you may have believed you might be listening to and reading certain things on the internet or watching certain cable TV news shows and hearing what these people are saying every night about about stuff. And then you're like, oh, well, those are the people that seem to fit my paradigm. So I'm going to believe them. And then you, you yourself or you might know somebody else who's on the other side. And it's like, well, that fits my paradigm. And then you're kind of left with, well, what is true anymore? <laughs> uh, who's right in this? Um, we, we need a way to sort through these things and we need a way to sort through the facts. Um, usually what happens is that when we encounter different facts, when we encounter different information, when it hits us, usually we have to do like three different things with it, right? The first is we have to accept it. Or that might be one option, right? A new fact, new information. Oh, well, okay, that makes sense to me. So I'll accept it and allow that fact, that information to affect me. It might need to change my reality. It might change something as how I believe, or it might just be simple information to add, right? Another thing could be uh, the other side of that is, well, if a new piece of information comes to us, we just simply deny it. And this might be after some sort of sorting process or doing some of our own research and weighing it against our own paradigms. Um, we deny it. So we, we choose to ignore it. We explain it away. We reject it. 
right? Um, and so when that information comes to us, we have to either, we either choose to accept it or we choose to deny it. Um, I think what's probably most interesting that I think is what's happening more today and um, is, is I think the, the third option, and part of this is coincides a little bit with technology, is that we are actually taking information and facts and we're augmenting it. Um, perhaps you've heard of augmented reality. Uh, basically, if you have Instagram and you've ever used an Instagram filter or Snapchat filter, right, that adds like the digital hat or sunglasses <laughs> to your to your face, to your image, um, or you got the filter on there that makes you look like you got big rosy lips, right? Uh, that is what is called augmented reality. Actually, just recently, my kids are have been using Pokemon Go, Go, and you know, you, you kind of show the camera in the in the room, and there's a you can find a Pokemon within the room, right? Um, but it's on the screen. It's called augmented reality. And augmented reality is, is, it's an enhancement to the reality or it's a changing of the reality using technology, right? And this is, I think, what is happening. It's, it's a good analogy for what we are seeing is taking place and actually adds to the confusion in our world right now. And that is we're augmenting reality or in other words, we're creating alternate realities. We're taking pieces of facts of information and what's happening is that it, it becomes incompatible with our you know within our belief systems and so we augment it we adjust it we 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 modify it in order to make it somewhat compatible with my belief system so that i'm more comfortable with it so we alter it in order to fit my reality so we create these alternative realities um, or we augment it so it's pieces of information but it's maybe not the full story. And so because of that, we then augment it to fit the, to fit the narrative. Because I need to put it in a box. And I think we should just be honest with ourselves. Um, when we're confronted with something that challenges our paradigms, that challenges our belief systems, the things in which we built our life upon, um, that is traumatizing to many people. It's very difficult. Um, it is so hard for us to accept that reality and that information. And then we have to figure out what to do with it. And where do we sort that? And, and, and how do we handle that? Um, if you are feeling just confused today about the world and, and confused about what to believe, whether it be around the pandemic, whether it be around Black Lives Matter, um, just as two examples, right? Um, this, it's hard <laughs> to, 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 to rack your head around. And, um, and maybe you're, you're one who's been like, man, I've been in a Christian church my whole life and, and I've got all these, I'm not quite sure, like, where's God in all this anymore? That is so hard to reconcile, especially if we've built our lives around these things. And so I just want you to know, like, I see you and, um, and be okay with not being okay right now. Um, be okay with 
it's hard, it's challenging, and you're going to need to do some wrestling and you're going to need to do some, some rethinking about these things. And, um, there's a whole lot of people out there who are doing that right now. And a lot of them are listeners on this podcast because we're, we're trying to venture into it and, and we're, and just looking for simple answers on the other side, isn't always going to be the answer because that's where we find we're either going to have to choose to believe lies to tell ourselves in order to keep, um, the belief system that we once had intact, um, for the sake of our own, whatever, maybe sanity, I don't know. Um, or just pure self-protection, or we're going to have to adjust ourselves. And that's really hard to do for anybody. So be okay with that. Be okay with not being okay right now and be okay with struggling. And, and like, man, the, the faith, uh, if you're a young person and you're like, man, the faith I grew up in just doesn't seem to make sense to me anymore. Um, or the faith that my parents once had or have, and just doesn't seem to be compatible with the value systems that I feel like, um, I'm growing into or feel like it's being revealed to me. Um, just, just know, like you're not the only one, you're not the only one out there, but you don't have to give up on, on God. You don't have to give up on, on the whole thing, but you can, you can actually continue to walk into this, but know it's going to be very challenging. It's going to be upsetting to a lot of people around you as well, but we're journeying together. You know, one example, I'm just going to go back to the pandemic on this again is, um, is, is actually around the coronavirus pandemic. This is, uh, it's obviously on top of our minds always. Um, it, this is, uh, something that's become very contentious, um, within our society. And, um, you know, speaking to a friend recently and, uh, this friend, uh, serves on a local school board. And what was interesting is this friend is, um, he's a devout Christian and um, he uh, believes in God and believes in the teachings of Jesus and um, serves in this on the public school board. And it's interesting because he was he was saying like there's there's as he's been at these meetings, they've been growing more and more contentious. And there is a group of people who are showing up who are the most vocal and the most outspoken. And he even said the most mean spirited. And those are the Christians. Uh, and they are okay with identifying themselves as Christians and, uh, identifying themselves as part of local churches. And, um, he was dismayed by it. He just couldn't believe like, wow, this is, this is unreal. Like I grew up in the church and I'm, I'm a member of a church and the teachings of Jesus seem very clear to me, (laughs) love God and love others. And this is, he's on the receiving end of, of this bitter debate now, um, from his own people or so he, you know, so he believes it's like the, aren't we on the same team and he's on the other side of this and they're clearly the most mean spirited. Um, and to confirm his own experience, he actually started reaching out to other school boards and other local communities. And they're all saying the same thing. And, and this isn't, uh, an attack on Christianity. Um, it, it's an attack on faith. It's an attack. It's not even an attack on faith. I should forgive me. It's not an attack on faith. It, it's an attack on the facts or in other words, truth. And that's where we need to go because we, we have to, in order for us to pursue forward, in order for us to go on this journey of restoring hope, we need to also restore truth and we have to be grounded in the truth and we have to be grounded in what is true. And, and this is why I love, this is why I love the scriptures because 
Um, there's something so simple and profound in them. And even though they are very old, um, they are written in a time period that I can hardly even connect to. Um, 2,000 years ago, first century Palestine, um, Middle East, I, I just, <laughs> my, my family heritage is European, <laughs> um, white Anglo. Um, I, I, I cannot fully identify myself with, with this people group, this culture, this time period. I'm so far removed for it. I'm so far more secular and, um, and, and driven by consumerism. Uh, and, and driven by this this false narrative of the American dream, we talked about that last week. Um, I, but yet, I have seen this God at work, and I've seen the teachings of Scripture come alive and be true, uh, and have transcended time and space to continue to reveal truth to me and and to so many other people. So I I cannot deny that, and so I continue to dive back in. And there are these simple things that Jesus speaks that are just so timeless um, and still continue to re, uh, ring true. And I just want to read one, one of these passages here for us. And it's from John chapter 8, and um, it is in verse 31 and 32. And he says this, Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples. Disciple would be, you know, follower or a student. If you remain faithful to my teachings, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Now, I love this because, you know, Jesus being what we believe in, in the Christian theology is that Jesus is the Son of God. He is the, um, the manifestation, the incarnation of God in the flesh. So if we could ever see Jesus, um, see God, touch God, interact with him in a personified way, it was through Jesus Christ. And so Jesus is revealing the heart of God in a human form to us in a way that we can completely understand. And God being the creator of all things, of course, is then the creator of truth and he holds truth. So truth uh, stops with him. And so human history has always been defined by the pursuit of truth. We're always looking for truth and we're always want to know what is true. This is what keeps like science going. This is what keeps science alive. Like I want to understand viruses. We want to understand the biology of human, uh, of humanity. We want to understand the biology of animals and the plants and, and in our world. And we want to keep looking out into space. How did we get here? What, what does all this mean? Uh, these are good pursuits of truth because we can actually pursue further truth. And as we pursue it, it is God revealing it then to us. It's this hand in hand um, dynamic that is occurring one by one. Now we have to recognize that the, the scriptures were written in a time period where we didn't have the technology and the ability and the knowledge that we have today. And so sometimes it feels very simplistic and oversimplified to us. And yet, and yet still, God says through Jesus, and Jesus speaks to us um, as a person of God, as, as the third member of God, as we believe in Trinitarian theology, and that's for another time. But he says to us that the truth, the truth will set us free, and we learn the truth through the teachings of Jesus. And, and maybe another way to, to think about this is that the teachings of Jesus are an invitation into reality. So in other words, the teachings of Jesus invite us into 
seeing reality, both the physical reality that we live in, and then, of course, also a spiritual reality. So if you were to read through the scriptures and every time we see Jesus speaking, it's an invitation to understand truth about the world and understand the truth about our own existence and um, and what he, he, God, wants us to be and to do and how we restore hope um, for each other and, of course, restore the world um, into his image and into um, the ways that he designs or d- desires for us to live as a people. And so, but, you know, we read this freedom passage, <laughs> like the truth is going to set you free. And if you're a Westerner, if you're in America, you hear freedom and it's equals personal liberties. That is not what freedom is in the Bible. So, so take that piece out. It's not freedom to live as you want or have personal liberty. Um, it, it, it's not that. <laughs> uh, freedom it is actually um, this idea of truth grounded. Freedom is grounded in a truth that promotes the freedom to love others, to love yourself, and to love God, um, to promote blessing, to pursue the common good, um, and not to be enslaved by some sort of augmented reality or an alternative reality, or to believe lies to promote your own belief system that you've held on to that might be crumbling before you. The truth grounded in truth is a freedom to live as reality really exists because here's a quick story. I was, I was back in the hospital again last week as part of my recovery from my gallbladder surgery. And thank you for those of you who've been praying and checking in on me. I'm doing far better today. Um, but I was complaining about some discomfort still and uh, many weeks later. And so I had to get an ultrasound done and they discovered that there was still some trapped fluid inside my abdomen, uh, which you know, is not good. So they uh, sent me in to have an aspiration done um, to remove the fluid, and, but they were gonna do it through a CT, they had to do a CT scan um, and in doing this in order to guide where they're gonna stick the needle, essentially. So I had got an image and then about four days later, I was in the hospital again uh, to actually have the procedure done. So here I am, I'm in this room and I'm, by the way, I'm just a nervous wreck. I'm just, I don't, I'm just like, I want to be done with this. And, and of course I'm just worried like, oh my gosh, there's something worse there. That it's, it's getting worse. Maybe I have an infection. I don't know what. And I'm laying there all hooked up, you know, uh, wired up and I'm in the CT scan room and they're getting prepared to do the procedure. And they scan me. And of course, I'm like really nervous because I, first of all, I've never had this kind of procedure done before. Um, I'm around all of this technology um, and, and I'm around all of these things that I just, I don't know what they do. <laughs> um, and nobody's explaining to me. And I'm the kind of person like, I want to know information. Like, help me see the information. Help me to see what's actually happening here. Um, because then it informs me to make better decisions. It informs me then to allow me to, to have a sense of freedom of understanding the reality which I exist. But when you kind of are left in the dark a little bit about what does all this do and what are we all doing here, um, then that produces more fear and more anxiety. And then you start believing all these lies about yourself and the position you're in. And, you know, sometimes doctors are afraid to kind of tell you all the news. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like, I want to know, like, help me so that I can be free to make all the best decisions in, in, uh, in this moment. And uh, by the way, it was a miracle because I had people praying for me going into this. And it turns out they do the CT scan and the, and the doctor comes out. I mean, he's getting ready to do this, this procedure. And he goes, there's nothing for us to do here today. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm laying here on this table, strapped in, staring at the ceiling and at the doctor. And he goes, there's nothing for us to do. There's, you, you have just a little bit of fluid left and it's shrinking compared to when we imaged it over the weekend. And it is going away. Your body's healing itself. You're fine. You'll be okay. We don't have to do this today. What a relief and what an incredible miracle that God was doing. And yet still, science was allowing us to see that. Science and the truth was able to set me free from this, this fear and these lies of that I was believing in the moment um, and allowed me to make further decisions and allow me to be blessed, but also to continue to inspire hope in others and to bless others and those around me. Um, 20 minutes later, I walked out of the hospital. How is it that we are choosing to allow truth to reveal reality to us? right? We have to allow it to do because that's what God does. He's revealing reality to us. He wants us to live in the moment. He wants us to live in reality, not to deny it, not to augment it, but to live in a true reality in the moment. Because when we see what is true, when we see the facts for what they are, it creates a freedom for us to love God to love others and to even to love ourselves. And it helps us to promote a better world and to then make good and right decisions for ourselves and for those in whom we love around us. And listen, truth is not hidden. It doesn't, it isn't hidden. It doesn't need to be hidden. It's not waiting for us to, to be discovered somewhere. It's not secretive and there's no conspiracies. And you know, if there is a conspiracy, by the way, that is evil. It's wicked and stay away from it. But it is, it's not hidden. It's not elusive. It's not even exclusive. Truth by definition is available to everyone. It's just up to you to, to believe it. It's up to you to, to embrace it and allow it to change us. Because truth always shines in the light. And this is what Restoring Hope is. It is a project that seeks to embrace truth and allow what is true to change us, even if it has to change some of our fundamental beliefs, for the better, for the better. And so I believe hope can change the world, but it does require a common truth that we commit to pursuing and accepting together. Well, thanks for listening to the Restoring Hope podcast this week. This is a listener-supported podcast. When you listen, share the podcast, and donate, you're helping keep hope alive for others. Visit anchor.fm forward slash Restoring Hope to learn more how you can support the Restoring Hope podcast. And you can also follow me on Instagram or on Twitter at matttill one that again that's matt till one on instagram or twitter until next time remember to keep the faith and inspire hope in others a better tomorrow is coming